It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner, the finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens, you cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice. And the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan Salasism. Hello, American patriots. What are we talking about this evening? We start the show with a founding father's quote. Brian, why is the font different? Brian will opine on the new Procter & Gamble Gillette Razor ad that he watched last night. You should have seen his expressions, my God. Then the dumbass segment, and we will continue with President Donald Trump's accomplishments, followed by the illegal alien invasion report and what's up with our schools if we get to it. Except we already talked about that. What? The Gillette commercial. No, you and I talked about it off air last night. Are you sure it was off air? No, positive. I was doing the show for tomorrow while you were watching TV. Oh. Okay. So a founding father's quote. I really got to stop talking and drinking at the same time. <clears throat> last time, last show, I, I was trying not to choke. I, I was actually choking on it. Anyway, Founding Fathers quote, I consider the war of America against Britain as the country's war, the public war, or the war of the people, in their own behalf for the security of their natural rights and protection of their own property. Thomas Paine on financing the war, 1782. And as the Founding Fathers said, the only reason for a country to go into debt is for war. So explain to me our $21 trillion debt. Go. Oh, right, socialism. Social security, it's right in the, it's in the word. Social security, Medicare is part of it. Welfare and Medicaid, more, so, more social programs. They're all social programs. They're socialists, and there's no place in our country, and we need to get our wean ourselves off it. But not going to hold my breath. Well, like I said before the show, it's amazing to me. I just heard a report out of Colorado that a record number of uh, government employees, instead of doing Brian's plan, going into the private sector until they get their jobs back and making money. No, they're running right for the government. They're going for unemployment. The problem is they can't get unemployment. 
It's just a mindset, though, Brian. I don't. That's what I don't. I, I don't care what Colorado says. Uh, you got to stop applying because you, you can't get unemployment if you're getting back pay. Of course, they just go running the government. It. Uh, we. Oh, the American people are incredibly out of control. It's idiotic. They're either going to be denied or they're going to come after them to get the money back. Either way. That's not the way to go. The way to go is to get a temporary job. That money's yours. Put it in the bank. It's extra money. Unemployment is our money. You're not allowed to get that. They're already getting our money. Well, their whole paycheck is our money. Yep. But you don't get our money as a paycheck and our money as unemployment at the same time. That's called, oh, that's a crime. But, like I said, they came out with a report. Was this on the news? Yeah. Local news. Then it, should, it shouldn't have come out on local news. It should be, you can't get unemployment. I have no idea what the heck's going on in Colorado. <laughs> Colorado. Is that where this ad was made? Mm-hmm. That was a joke. You don't know where it was made. It's made by Procter & Gamble. Oh, no, I'm talking about the ad that I was, the news report I just talked about. Ah. Procter & Gamble is urging men to shave their, get this, toxic masculinity in a new ad for Gillette razors. What? If you haven't seen that commercial yet, I'd be surprised, because I fast-forward through them. But anyway, Susan pointed it out to me. Shave away your toxic masculinity. First of all, what the hell is toxic masculinity? There's no such thing. It's toxic femininity nowadays, but not masculinity. Well, the ad was extremely disturbing. Yeah, the, the faces, they didn't <laughs> even look right. They looked like aliens. The shape of their heads and everything. And everything was so smooth. There's no hair. I guess Gillette has magic razors that can laser off hair now. No razor gets you, will get a real man's beard that smooth. I will say they look like they were all very young male models. <laughs> but uh, weird faced, I'm telling you, it, could, it didn't even look real. It might not have been. It might have been CGI. I don't know. But it sucked. And it taught, go screw yourself. Guess what, Procter and Gamble? No more, no more Procter and Gamble for us. That's it. No products from you at all. I don't care what it is. Aren't you getting sued for your talcum powder anyway? Yep. Another reason not to deal with Procter and Gamble. They must have known that was going to cause that problem it caused long before it came out. They are run by progs. It's over. They're run by idiots. It's either homosexual, metrosexual, or uh, a female running running the advertising department. Because I found that to be extremely disturbing. I guess they were reaching out to millennials. They're the only ones that might think their masculinity is toxic because that's what they were taught in college. Masculinity is something we need. Masculinity is good. Real women want masculine men, not girly men. In fact, when that whole metrosexual thing was going on, the women came out and said they were tired of it. They want real men again. And we're going in the opposite direction. The feminist movement is pushing us to toxic masculinity. Now we all got to act like women. Oh, my God, no. 
Have women ever actually spent any time around themselves? I'd rather hang out with men. Thank you. Wow. No, we don't want to be anything like women. Men aren't supposed to be sensitive. No. And no, I don't care about baby faces. Most people with baby faces grow mustaches and beards because they don't want a baby face. Now they don't want a baby face. I guess they want all the hair removed from their body, too. So they can be like a seal. Toxic masculinity. A whole, it was a long ad, too. It's I, uh, Great, I hope. You know, millennials really aren't the people with money right now. I, I don't understand why you're going to just, like, tick off the majority of men who buy your razors. Not anymore. Bye bye. I don't hire. I don't use razors anyway. I have a beard. I like my toxic masculinity, and it's only toxic to millennial idiots. No, I said I specifically put the idiot after it to discriminate between the idiots and millennials that have half a brain. There are some millennials out there that think this is crazy too. But it's a minority, unfortunately. Oh, God. I can't believe an ad. I cannot believe an advertising ad would come out. I cannot believe that they believe there's enough people that buy into this crap. Man, you better, like, buy books now because Lord knows they're, they're going to take all the toxic masculinity out of the books next. I like I I am uh, not privileged because I'm white. Minorities are privileged because they get special treatment because they're minorities. They're privileged. There's no white privilege. There's black privilege, brown privilege, homosexual privilege, and uh, female privilege. There's no white heterosexual male privilege. We're discriminated against at every turn. Yet they teach this nonsense and people believe it. It's, I'm sorry, you have to be a useful idiot to believe that. Speaking of which, let's go to the dumbass segment. Dumbass mother from the Lexington Herald Leader. A Lexington woman who allegedly drove drunk to teach her son a lesson, was charged early Sunday with endangering him. Sunita Jaram, 48, of Squire Oak Drive, was arrested on charges of drunken driving and endangering the welfare of a minor. Police arrested Jaram at 12.51 a.m. Sunday, according to the arrest citation. Jaram told police she drank a bunch of beer and got in her car to drive to teach her son a lesson, according to the arrest citation. <clears throat> yeah, we're all buying into this. Yeah, that's why you didn't do it in a parking lot. Jarane said she'd been drinking all day, Officer Brian Evans said in the citation. She also told police she had driven at 150 miles per hour again to teach her son a lesson. She was driving a 2014 BMW X1. The son claimed to police that he tried several times to get out of the car due to his mother's driving, but
but couldn't because the door was locked and <clears throat> the citation said. J-Ram's blood alcohol level was 0.16. That's all? Really? 0.16? You're drunk? According to a court record, that is twice the level at which drivers are presumed to be drunk. Thank you for that word presumed because that is correct. Uh, 0.08 to some people is uh, mouthwash. Get a grip. J-Ram was being held Sunday morning at the Fayetteville County Detention Center in lieu of $2,500 bond and was scheduled for an initial court appearance Monday. J-Ram had earlier charges for public intoxication and speeding, according to court records. So, this is a pattern of behavior. It wasn't actually trying to teach her son anything. Otherwise, why would she drive drunk herself? If she's trying to teach her son that it's bad to drive drunk, that she should be driving drunk. <clears throat> wow. Just really. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're really going to do this, and they did, if you're really going to do this, you get your kid drunk in a parking lot, you take him to a parking lot, and then you let him drive around the parking lot with you in the passenger seat. And let him try and let him try and park the vehicle between lines and drive. If you have money, buy some cones. Let him drive a track. See how well he does while he's drunk. Uh, some people actually can drive very well and drink. I didn't say drunk. They can drink because they have a high tolerance and drive just fine. Other people can't. Everybody's tolerance to alcohol is different. No one wants to. Everyone wants an absolute number. Look, boy. It's .08. No, it isn't. .08 does not mean every a person is drunk. I can have two glasses of wine with my meal and be and blow .08. Some places want .05. Again, these things have been tripped by certain kinds of mouthwash, like Listerine that has a lot of alcohol in it. Didn't know that. Yeah, that's why uh, alcoholics drink that stuff. They drink uh, mouthwash because it's got alcohol in it. Read the, read the ingredients. So does NyQuil. I'm just saying, it, it, that would be a much safer thing to do in an empty parking lot, an empty lot, whatever, where he can wobble all over the place and not hurt anything. I wouldn't do it at all, but I'm just saying. I just tell my kid, you're too young to drink. 18 is really too young to drink. Your brain hasn't really finished yet developing, and so that's why they moved it to 21. Now, if you don't want to permanently affect your brain, go ahead, sneak around and drink like I did. But I would advise you to wait until after you're at least 21 if you're going to drink at all. Because you first you get in too much trouble as a teenager getting drunk. Second, it will affect your brain chemistry. So why do? Don't do drugs. Don't do alcohol. Don't have sex prior to marriage. That's my advice. That comes from someone who drinks alcohol.
Stormy Daniels from the National Broadcasting of Communism News. Adult film star Stormy Daniels has filed a federal lawsuit against Ohio police officers who arrested her at a strip club last summer, accusing them of engaging in a conspiracy to protect President Donald Trump. Yeah, it's all Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> Everything is Donald Trump's fault. Even her doing something illegal. Daniels, who claimed she had an affair with Trump more than a decade ago and is suing the president to avoid a non-disclosure agreement, was arrested by officers from the Columbus Police Department during a performance at Sirens Gentlemen's Club in Columbus in July 2018. The charges, three misdemeanor sex offenses for allegedly inappropriately touching a female undercover officer, were dropped within hours. The federal civil rights lawsuit targets four officers on the police department's vice unit. Department, Shana Keckley, Lieutenant Whitney Lancaster, Detective Mary Prather, and Detective Stephen Ratner. The suit was filed on her behalf by a legal team, includes Michael Avenatti. He's an ambulance chaser, he's not a real lawyer. He's a, he's a prog, an alien chaser, and a criminal who also represented Daniels in her two lawsuits against the president. In the suit, Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, accuses the officers of arresting her because she posed a threat to the president. If you posed a threat to the president, it would have been Secret Service that arrested you. Doofus. Defendant officers believe that Ms. Clifford was damaging President Trump, and they, they thereafter entered into a conspiracy to arrest her during her performance in Columbus in retaliation for the public statements she made regarding President Trump, reads the lawsuit filed Monday in a federal court in Ohio. Uh, you're not allowed to touch the clients uh, in that state, Stormy, and you did, and you touched a female undercover officer on top of that. Well, I guess you swing both ways. And you you claim to have an affair. First of all, if you had sex once with somebody, it's not an affair. It is adultery if you're if you're married, but it's not an affair. An affair requires a relationship. And yeah, it, it's just get. Oh, I'm gonna blame him. She, she's just an ambulance chaser too, you know. She's got oh, Avenatti guy. He's gonna go after anything. Yeah, how are you gonna prove this? First of all, second of all, why would they arrest you just because of Donald Trump? And again, you touched another girl officer. You're not allowed to touch the clientele. A spokeswoman for the Columbus Division of police released a brief statement. We've been aware of the lawsuit filed by Stephanie Clifford, said spokeswoman Denise Alex-Buzwanis, hate hyphenated women, make a commitment. The Columbus Division of Police Internal Affairs Bureau continues its investigation. Therefore, it would be inappropriate for us to comment on this matter at this time. Daniels was charged under a seldom enforced law that prohibits dancers from touching customers and customers from putting their hands on dancers. In 
many states like the ones I've been in, it's usually just one-sided. You can't touch them, but they can touch you. I don't want them touching me either. The law applies only to regular strip club performers. Daniel was there as a special guest. In announcing the dismissal of the charges, Police Chief Kim, <coughs> Kim Jacobs said the officers believed they had probable cause to make the arrest, but one element of the law was miss it, missed in error and charges were subsequently dismissed. Jacobs said the Department of Internal Affairs Bureau would investigate the incident. Two strip club workers were arrested along with Daniels. The charges against them were also dropped. In the lawsuit, Daniels says the officers arrested the two workers merely to conceal her arrest, was politically motivated. Yeah. Oh, let's weave the conspiracy theory for, further. Woo! They got no, they have nothing better to do than arrest topless dancers. It's a lot of paperwork. Defendant officers calculated that if they arrested other employees, they would be able to deny that Ms. Clifford's arrest was politically motivated and unjustified by circumstances on the ground, the lawsuit said. It was justified by circumstances on the ground. They didn't know she was a special performer, which probably meant they didn't know who the hell she was. Exactly. This this biatch gives strippers a bad name. And well, she, that's because she's a porn star, not a stripper. <laughs> and on top of this, how stupid she is, I guess she's doing all this extra work to pay back the lo- the money she owes Donald Trump for her lawsuit over $300,000 because she lost, because she's a doofus This is back in July. Yeah, well, she lost. She be- lost last year. I'm just saying this is back in July. Um, I'm just going to say, this is ridiculous. Who's why would you give any credibility to a porn star stripper? I don't care what she says. I wouldn't believe a word of it. She lies for a living. But they have to act. She lies for a living. I can tell you other ways they lie for a living too, but you probably don't want to know. Ugh. <laughs> uh-huh. Man, she is a severe dumbass. And well, so is Aventi. Refers to pro-Trump Facebook postings it says were made by Rosser using the alias Steve Shaboykins. One such post included the text, Keep your elephant, keep your donkey, we have a lion. Referring to Trump. According to the lawsuit. The suit also refers to emails that Keckley allegedly sent her colleagues with attachments for the criminal complaints against Daniels and the two or- and the two workers. Please don't post my name on Facebook. Thank me in person later, read one of the emails according to the lawsuit. Keckley also sent an email to her husband declaring that Daniels was arrested. It's all over Communist News Network. I wanted you to know before everyone contacts you. It read, according to the suit, I, Susan, and Lancaster, we arrested Stormy Daniels this morning. She's in jail. Daniels cooperated with federal authorities as part of a criminal investigation into Trump's longtime fixer, Michael Cohen. Cohen was sentenced to three years in prison in December after pleading guilty to several charges, including a campaign finance violation related to hush money payment for Daniels which was not a violation of campaign finance law, by the way. He was 
he was arm twisted into making this plea agreement. He there's nothing in that in that payment that has anything to do with campaign funds whatsoever. And Cohen is a serial liar anyway. It was paid for out of his own pocket, out of his private money. It had nothing to do with campaign finance law. They wanted him to plead guilty to campaign finance law so they could go after Trump for violation of campaign finance law. But notice they haven't done that. I wonder why. Because maybe we're on to them. This is like ridiculous. That's not a violation of campaign finance. It's been all over punditry by now. So I guess they they realize the jig's up and they can't do anything with it. Cohen still goes to jail. Cohen still has that on his record. That's because Cohen is a wussy. And he wasn't a fixer. He's a lawyer. Avenatti's more of a fixer, fixer. Amberling chaser than Cohen ever was. Uh, so let's get over this. Let's let's put the ire where it belongs. Ridiculous lawsuits by a lawyer that is uncredible, by a person that is not credible. Wow, where to begin as a judge? Dismissed. And um, since we're doing the dumbass uh, section, hey, dumbass Democrats, all the people that this Mueller supposedly indicted had nothing to do with Russian collusion. Look at their charges, you morons. Yeah, they love to say, there's numerous indictments already. Has nothing to do with that. Not one thing for, not, not one thing for Russian collusion. Not, not one. one thing. Mueller. Oh, but they got the one guy because he went to Russia and uh, he was blah, 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 Mike, uh, Mike Flynn, right? Wasn't it him? Uh, but, yeah, the problem was, yeah, he went there as uh, the part of the team to get ready for the presidency uh, after he was elected. He was he was going to be the whatever in the government. And so, yeah, you do talk to foreign diplomats and governments when you're coming into into the presidency, before you're there, yeah, and you know it happens with every transition yep. team, everyone, and yet this is a thing. Not not to mention, he told them ahead of time he was going there. He told the DIA, Department of Intelligence, told them, and then when he went there, he told them why he went there. Then he came back and told them what happened there. So all of this was done under the full awareness of the intelligence committee, the community. They all knew about it. How is it a crime? How is it, oh, he didn't register as a foreign uh, whatever. You know, no. There is no crime. There was nothing done wrong. And Donald Trump's supposed to talk to Putin. He's the leader of our country, and Putin's the leader of Russia. And Russia is not our friend. And so we have to work on our diplomatic relationships. Oh, he shouldn't talk to Chinese officials either, I guess. Where is the Chinese collusion investigation? Oh, wait, that would go back to the Clintons then, wouldn't it? Again, the only investigation that should be going on for any collusion whatsoever, Russia, China, or otherwise, is the Clintons. They're guilty of it. Absolutely guilty of it. We know that. Hitler is guilty of violation of the Espionage Act. She admitted it. We know that. I don't care what Kobe says. The whole time he says she wasn't guilty, then asks pointed questions. He pretty much says, yes, she was guilty, without saying the word guilty. He says that's true. He kept saying that's true instead of she's guilty. Isn't it true, she blah, blah, blah. That's true. 
Not she's guilty. Isn't that true? She did this. That's true. Well, all those things are crime that you're saying is true. So why isn't she in jail? Huh? We're going to go to a short break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsey, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. Ten an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drug alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456. 800-377-1456. 800-377-1456. That's 800-377-1456. If you're suffering from hearing loss, a special offer from the makers of Listen Clear a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try Listen Clear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything, everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45-day risk-free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. That's 800-716-4665. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. Call 800-515-6302. That's 800-515-6302.
Online Cooperative Radio Show, our half of one. Back to Stormy Daniels, the porn star. Daniels has fired two lawsuits against the president, one to get out of a non-disclosure agreement she signed in October 2016 ahead of the presidential election in exchange for $130,000 and another for defamation. Now let's start here. Non-disclosure agreement. She's already came out and disclosed what she wasn't supposed to disclose. You know what that means, right? She has to give the $130,000 back. So she's going to court to try and get the court to say she doesn't have to pay the $130,000 back. But unfortunately, it's a contract. If you open your mouth, you have to pay the money back. She opened her mouth. No, don't go there. <laughs> Defamation. How do you defame a porn star? It took me a little while, Brian. <laughs> How do you defame a porn star? I'm serious. The defamation suit was dismissed in October 2018, and in December, Daniels was ordered to pay Trump's court costs of $293,000. After the dismissals, Daniels initially said she had not wanted to file the defamation suit and that Avenatti had filed it against my wishes, and quote-unquote. And we can't tell who's telling the truth. They're all liars. Later, said she and Avenatti had sorted out their differences. Yeah, because you're both pieces of crap. <laughs> no other lawyer would take this case. He's he going to lose this just like he lost the other one. You're just going to owe more money. Are you, do you owe him money for all these legal fees? I, I'm just saying, I don't... You're going to have to do a lot of extra work. <clears throat> Hence why she's stripping. Oh, I'm talking uh, I'm talking in another in, in the porn industry. Stripping even on tour only makes so much money. She makes her money as a porn star. That's a really good point. She's a stripper on tour. <laughs> she is. They do that. They have these guests oh. Superstars come in. She's a super. She's a porn star. So they have porn stars come in as their headliners, their guest headliners. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, they do it with Penthouse, Playboy Pets, and Playboy Bunnies, and all that stuff. All, all the centerfolds they use to bring people in as the stars, um, and they do the tour. Uh, usually high end, topless bars, not you know low end stuff. Yeah, Brian knows firsthand. He's been to the hike and topless bar. I was a regular. With my permission. Regular. Like, go pull off some steam and look at some tits. <laughs> Wednesday was happy hour all day. <laughs> two for one. <laughs> it's like two for one beers. It's like, ooh. That's the only way I, you can afford to buy a beer in those places. It'd have to be two for one because they want too much, they want too much money for a beer. Plus, you got to tip the dancers, and that's, a, you know, that's required. But you only use singles. You don't, you don't be a, a rock star and start dropping 20s. Never understood, but, like, you, what do you think's going to happen? They're going to fall in love with you or something? <laughs> always gave them a dollar. They were always happy to get it. But I also wasn't boring. I used to... I came up with this thing. I used to take my buddy there, and he's kind of shy around girls. So I played. The, I made up this game where we rate the dancers based on appearance, attitude, and difficulty 
of the maneuver. And they they loved it. They loved the interaction because everybody sits there and stares at them normally, doesn't interact. So we interact. I actually one day just finally go, What what how do you how do you rate this? Then I told her. And she said, oh, okay. And then she started working with one of these other dancers, and they started doing all kinds of hot stuff. And uh, hanging upside down on the poles, spinning around. And they really got they really got motivated. It was cool. So everybody got a better... Everybody was happier because we did that. And you see how simple that was? So if you're one of those people that go to topless places, I do not anymore. I have not in a long time. If you are that way, then... Think about finding ways to interact like that. You can even steal my idea. I don't care. At least the dancers and you will have a little fun instead of just sitting there going, eh, uh, drooling. <laughs> what do you think it's like to be on the other side of that? I know. <laughs> I was, I've been on stage as a singer. I, you know, they, they, you don't want to sit in I You hate crickets. There's people just sit there and look at you. It's it's like you don't know you don't know if they like it. You don't know if they don't like it. They just love set a log. Don't be a love puddle log. All right. Another dumbass pilot from Fox News. British Airways pilot Johnny the Pilot. Are you kidding me? His name is Johnny the Pilot? He has, <laughs> is that his online name or something? Posted the footage to his Twitter his Twitter account with the caption when you're running late for work and you forget your keys. Which keys? Keys to your car? Or the keys to something else? The keys to the plane. In the video, the pilot who has not been identified could be seen with one leg already in the open cockpit window. You go in head first, Doofus, if you're going to try this. Using his left arm, he tried to pull himself through, but while trying to get his other leg through, the platform he was standing on moved, and he had to start again. Seeming to be stuck, he then looked inside, presumably for another set of keys, while another member of the flight crew walked up behind him to help. Help what? Him sneak in? The video <laughs> The video was filmed at Heathrow Airport. I've been there. With social media users shocked and confused by the pilot's actions. One Twitter user asked if it was common practice, with another responding, I'll venture to say that's only done when the bulletproof door gets locked and you can't remember the code. An Instagram user also confirmed commercial airplanes don't have keys on the doors. According to, and they don't have keys to start the plane either. According to aviation website Stack Exchange, Small planes tend to have keys, but not all. The bigger the plane, the less likely the key is needed. And once you get into jets, I can't think of any that need keys for engine starts. They don't. Okay, here's a, here's an idea. I just recently flew last year to go see my, my father. Don't recently flew. Um, in Florida. I had to have four different flights I had to take. It was it was a 12-hour grueling adventure. Now, the Man, last was less, one... Let's talk less when I was a kid to go from California to New York. It was 12 hours long, and I ended up at 12 o'clock midnight arriving at Fort Myers. Uh, I was complaining Fort that Myers. a direct flight took like, I think it was like eight hours. 
was ridiculous. Twelve hours. Oh, and the and the plane leaked through the plastic walls where the seams are. Cold air was coming out, Aubrey. I was the one right next to the door. Cold air was coming in under the door. Under the door of the plane. How I found that out? I asked for a blanket. I said, this guy's cold air coming I'm freezing. I just came from California, L.A. I mean, I was a t-shirt, pants, you know, nothing. No jacket, no nothing. And uh, she goes, I'm sorry, we put all the blankets under the door to stop the air from coming in. I'm like, this is a pressurized cabin. Why is there air coming in? Shouldn't air be going out, if anything? Uh, and so for four hours, I had to sit there and freeze. So anyway, at the last the back. last one, the cleaning, the, no, second to last one, the cleaning crew came in because I was like the last one out. There were so many people in there. And they had closed the doors, and the cleaning crew opened the doors. So why couldn't he go get the cleaning crew and ask them to open the door for him? Anyone can open a door. It doesn't have a lock on it. You turned the handle and opened it, but probably what what happened is there was no stairs to the door, I guess. I don't know. This is so dumbass. They're not telling us anything. And when they say, forgot your key, what do you mean you forgot your keys? There's no keys. (laughs) This is so dumbass on so many levels. No, literally. You just swing that handle up and out of the way, (laughs) and the door opens. You should know this, because you might have to do it one day from the inside to get out. Also, ask where the release is for the slide. Because sometimes in a crash, the crew gets, you know, killed or incapacitated, and someone's got to open it. Oh, and since they have TVs and you get free movies on the Delta Airlines, you don't have to pay for them or nothing. Really? Oh, yeah. That's nice, because that's less boring. I I didn't get get to watch anything. I watched, uh, thank God, because I had a (laughs) 12-hour I actually watched Wonder Woman. There, there was a movie. And the, it's a movie that sucks so bad I wouldn't pay for the earphones. To yeah, no, you got now. You have your own little screen. The on only the back th- of the seat. On the back of the seat. Which was started by who? I don't know. That that new airline, JetBlue. And then the problem is if they don't have any, if they gave out all of the headphones, that's why I got these little pink headphones. I had to buy my own. Don't talk to. Them. Okay. So anyway. Um, yeah, I just don't understand why they didn't ask the, the cleaning crew to, to get it. What, did, what was he embarrassed? You don't need he to tried to ask the cleaning crew. There's no luck. He just opened <laughs> the damn door. Okay, so he, something well, else is going on. I don't understand this. You just open the door. That's all you do. And Literally somebody else from the crew the came over to help him. <laughs> Not help to open up the door, help him get in the window. Maybe what the, the whole hell? crew was locked out for some reason. <laughs> Again, dumbasses. You picked a story without who, what, where, where, <laughs> and why. You got to answer all those questions, or you do. You're not a journalist. We, again, proving there are no journalists. We know nothing about this story. How the heck? Why the heck did he have to climb in through a window? What is going on with that plane? I mean, how are the passengers going to get in? Were they already in? Was that it? He was late for takeoff, and he didn't want to have to face the passengers, and so he was climbing in the window. Could that be the case? I think I broke the code. A serious dumbass. You do something wrong, you take responsibility. Otherwise, you do this. But this isn't even the whole story because you told me he fell He fell out of the window. And it doesn't say that here at all. I thought it did. 
Maybe you didn't do the whole article or something? Was there more? No? She thinks it's TV. She's shaking her head. Because she wants to eat. Alright, President Donald Trump's accomplishments again. From the Washington Times. Enforcing our laws and securing our borders. From the first day of his administration, President Trump has worked to uphold the rule of law and secure our borders. President Trump released an immigration framework that would fix our broken immigration system through the merit-based reform and provide the resources needed to secure our border. This includes closing the legal loopholes that enable illegal immigration, ending chain migration, and eliminating the visa lottery all of which needs to be done. President Trump secured funding to begin building the wall, and construction has already begun in areas along the southern border. President Trump deployed the military to assist in securing the southern border. Susan, don't be someone in the background talking smack. That's peanut gallery work. Um, No, uh, I don't care what they say. He did start building a wall. I covered that already. And they had pictures and everything. Construction was started on what he could start. He needs more money. They won't give it to him. I don't know what to say. Five billion dollars to them is a drop in the bucket. It's it's all politics. And again, Susan's going to play and doesn't have queued up the right information for this story. And she's out of the room. President Trump and his administration took action to require aliens seeking asylum to go to a port of entry to make their claim. Customs and Border Protection apprehended 17,256 criminals and 1,019 gang members in fiscal year 2018. That's what they caught. At least that much got through. ICE's Enforcement and Removal Operations, ERO, arrested 158,581 aliens in fiscal year 2018, an 11% increase from fiscal year 2017. 90% of those arrested had criminal convictions, pending charges, or had been issued final orders of removal. ICE ERO increased removals by 13% in fiscal year 2018 to 256,086. The majority of whom were convicted criminals. Majority. I'm t- majority. 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 90%. Then majority. Still criminals. Convicted criminals. Coming across our border. Let's, let's, oh, let's embrace them with open arms, Dufasai. Removals of convicted criminal aliens increased by 14% from fiscal year 2017. Nearly 6,000 known or suspected gang members were removed in fiscal year 2018, a 9% increase from fiscal year 2017. The Department of Justice prosecuted a record number of criminal immigration offenses in fiscal year 2018 and increased the number of prosecutions for illegal entry by 84% over fiscal year 2017. You're not calling them the Department of Injustice anymore? Jury's out. Immigration courts are now completing more cases than at any point since 2011. 
President Trump kept his promise by launching the Office of Victims of Immigration Crime Engagement voice within the Department of Homeland Security. Okay, I don't understand. Supposedly, we've already reported for every two... Oh, no, that's for regulations, not for agencies. You need to queue up what I the new sound bites I got for you. They're coming into this the, our first commercial break. They're all in there. Oh, I wanted it here with this. No, I'm having it with the commercial break. No, I wanted it here with this. The administration has more than doubled the number of jurisdictions participating in the 287G program, which, if you don't know what that is, that's when local law enforcement is trained to work with ICE to get rid of, fine, to get rid of illegal aliens in the locality. The thing that, you know, America's sheriff got hammered by liberal judges over doing his job because he was he was part of the 287G program. Then the government and Obama took them off the 287G program because they didn't like the way he treated the criminals. Well, tough luck. So he still has the same job to do. He's still going to arrest illegal aliens. That's just the way it is. He's a law enforcement agent. He enforces the laws. You have to enforce federal law, even at the state and county level. Did you know that? As long as it's constitutional, you have to enforce it. So he basically got trouble numerous times and finally lost election. Uh, he was a sheriff for a long time in Maricopa County. And uh, he's, he sued them. And he's still around. And I forget what he's doing now. I think he was running for office now. Anyway, uh, so the 287G program, which enables states and local law enforcement to aid immigration enforcement. President Trump has made our country safer by ordering the enhanced vetting of individuals entering from countries that do not meet our security standards. These procedures were upheld in June 2018. Supreme Court ruling. Okay, quick quiz, ladies and gentlemen. And Susan, quick quiz. Who is the highest law enforcement agent in the United States of America? Which agency? I don't know. Sheriff. Not federal FBI. Wrong. They have stolen that power. It's unconstitutional. Constitutionally, it is the sheriff. They don't tell the sheriff what to do. The sheriff tells them what to do. Understand? Again, all the power flows from we the people. We elect the sheriff as our chief law enforcement officer for the county. That's it. He's the chief law enforcement officer of the county. Not the FBI. Not any federal agency. No, the sheriff. So who are they to tell the sheriff what the sheriff can and cannot do? They don't. They don't get to, and he knew that, and he didn't listen to them. And so they persecuted him. He's still winning. So... Even in the court system the way it is, he's still winning. As bad as the court system is. Well, Donald Trump had to pardon him because they did. He didn't have to pardon him. But he did. But he did it ahead of time, before he was convicted of anything. No, it was after. We no, did the story. before he was convicted of anything. That's what they said. You can't, you can't do that until he's convicted. 
Yes, he can. He did it. And the judge hadn't even heard the case yet. The judge ended up having to throw it out. Anyway. <clears throat> At any rate, he was pardoned, and so it doesn't matter. But he's also running for office, and I think he also has a lawsuit going. <clears throat> so, anyway, that's an ongoing thing, and we have to keep an eye on Sheriff Joe. Sheriff Joe Arpaio. I know his name, but he's Sheriff Joe. All right. Um, President Trump has made our safer country safer by ordering the enhanced vetting of individuals entering from countries that do not meet our security standards. These procedures were upheld in a June 2018 Supreme Court ruling. Should have been upheld in the lower courts. Should have never went to the lower courts. Should have been thrown out before it was ever heard in the lower courts. Um, sorry, Congress doesn't get to sue the president, and neither do uh, neither, neither do people that happen to be immigrants in this country suing the president to stop his immigration policies. That's not standing, unless they're here illegally. And if they're here illegally, they have no standing. They're here illegally. They're not citizens. No standing. So how does this Hawaii left-wing kook constantly put injunctions on our president? He's he's a court he, he's a he's a judge in Ohio in in Hawaii. Judges all over the country can't be putting these junctions like they do on the president. People just they just serve courts for courts that are left wing kooks that are going to do what they ask them to do. They, it's all political. It's not legal. But meanwhile, it hampers the president getting the job done. Judge shopping has to stop. If you have standing to sue the president, it better be in Washington, D.C. Oh, but all presidents, oh, shit, no. You don't get to sue about immigration policies just because you're an immigrant. That makes no sense. You're already here. It doesn't affect you. And if you're an illegal alien, I'm going to deport you for opening your mouth. So there you go. So I don't understand what's going on in Hawaii. At any rate, uh, we need to get our courts under control. Thankfully, Donald Trump has, and unreportedly, got a boatload of judges appointed to the federal courts. But it's a drop in the bucket. These other judges need to get replaced, repealed, and replaced. With that said, we've got to go to a break. It's your cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitles them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Read the Declaration of Independence. It's an old document that never grows old. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Are you a city-dwelling liberal who loves the environment? Do you cry every night because you feel that global warming will destroy the earth by the time you wake up? Is your only goal in life to smash the George Bush and Dick Cheney evil oil empire? 
and as Al Gore, your arch magi of all that is green. Then do we have a solution for you? Yes, liberals, here's your chance to do your part to change America from a freedom-loving republic to a communist socialist paradise. Just walk, bike, or drive your carbon-credit vehicle to the uncooperative moped dealership. We carry an assortment of diverse and politically correct mopeds in every style and color, liberal smell not included. Our dealership knows the importance of stopping global warming and defeating the warmongering conservative from taking over the world by getting rid of all the cars, SUVs, light trucks and pickup trucks, and soccer mom vans from our city streets. So drive your patchouli-loving ass out of the gas-guzzling, environmentally destroying, mechanically driven device today and onto one of our fully loaded mopeds. Al Gore will be glad you did. I don't know if this is a good idea, son. Using funk. But, Dad, we gotta reach out to our faces somehow. Besides, I love James Brown. What will your mother think? The border goes from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental overload. Just slip under the fence It don't make any sense When there's no documentation That's too far And somehow or some way We're gonna find out who you are Sneaking in America Trying to hide From immigration Sneaking in America Across the land Across the nation Okay, and this next clip is a clip of Sinister Schumer. Hit the button. People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. The president's decision to end DACA was heartless and it was brainless. When we use phrases like undocumented workers, we convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of families will be ripped apart. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. I think it is illegal and wrong. Tens of thousands of American businesses will lose hardworking employees. A biometric-based employer verification system with tough enforcement and auditing is necessary to significantly diminish the job magnet that attracts illegal aliens to the United States. They may have known no other country but ours and have voluntarily registered themselves. All illegal aliens present in the United States on the date of enactment of our bill must quickly register their presence with the United States government or face imminent deportation. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Thank you. 
Sinister Chucky Cheese Schumer. How hard he, he was on illegal aliens back in the day. And look at him now. Not quite the same, is it? Yep. Ah, uh, let's see. I'm still waiting to see if we're streaming. But. Because I don't even know if I'm recording. Because. My desktop just crashed. And... <clears throat> Back to Trump's successes. Rebuilding America's military force. President Trump is rebuilding our military and defending America's interests across the world. President Trump ended the devastating defense cuts of the past administration and has secured historic investments to rebuild our military. Alright, so... Do you want... No, I don't. Good. We're still streaming. I love Linux. Alright. <clears throat> President Trump ended the devastating defense cuts of the past administration and secured historic investments to rebuild our military. President Trump signed legislation providing $600 billion for defense in fiscal year 2018 and $716 billion in fiscal year 2019. President Trump is supporting America's men, women in uniform, securing the largest military pay raise in nearly a decade. The president issued a national security strategy to keep America safe from all threats. The administration has also released new strategies specific to cybersecurity, biodefense, counterterrorism, and weapons of mass destruction terrorism. President Trump directed the first whole-of-government assessment of the United States manufacturing and defense supply chains since the Eisenhower administration. Eisenhower also tough on immigration. Look at Operation Wetback. You don't, if you're lazy, you don't want to do just a search. You can go to uncooperativeblogger.com and do the search there. It's there. Well, and I got to give kudos to Mark Levin. He read the entire operation, what it was about, who did it, how they did it on his show. I did this decades ago, I know. But still, and, and it's sick that it still has to be brought up, Brian. I'm glad he finally found it. <clears throat> I do remember trying to bring it up to him, it's being backhanded so I'm glad he finally got it he found that pencil too I've been doing that for over a decade I don't think anybody does suck dollager that's a tough one to get through without tearing up and choking up it's uh that's a rough one I still haven't pre-recorded it I still do it live and it's really tough President Trump initiated the 2018 Nuclear Posture Review, improving United States deterrence policy and existing capabilities to counter nuclear threats. 
President Trump empowered our military commanders with broad authority in order to take the fight to ISIS. And the results are clear. ISIS has lost nearly all of its territory, more than half of which has been liberated since President Trump took office. All of ISIS's territory in Iraq was successfully liberated. ISIS's self-proclaimed capital city of Raqqa has been recaptured. President Trump announced a new Iran strategy to confront all of Iran's malign activities and withdrew from the horrible one-sided Iran nuclear deal. All sanctions that had been lifted or waived under the Iran deal have been reimposed. The administration has sanctioned more than 160 individuals tied to the regime's support of terrorism, ballistic missile program, human rights abuses, and more. Islam is a human rights abuse. So where do you end? President Trump took decisive military action to respond to the barbaric use of chemical weapons by the Assad regime. President Trump directed strikes in response to the regime's chemical weapon attacks in April 2017 and April 2018. The Trump administration has also rolled out sanctions targeting those tied to Syria's chemical weapons program. President Trump is strengthening America's cyber defense and directed the elevation of the United States Cyber Command into a major warfighting command. The president announced that the Department of Defense will work to create a space force to serve as an independent branch of the United States military. Yeah, like he said. <laughs> okay, but... Okay, so how old is this? Because this is really a lot of this is old news. They just came out this year with um, and posted this on Washington, all of his uh, stuff from last year. They just did it like a couple weeks you gotta, ago. You look, at the, you look at the date on the article. Yeah, it's a couple weeks ago. Okay, a couple weeks ago. The, what, what is going on is they have over... But I gave you a site that you could have kept up with this, this every is, month. This is over 200 of his accomplishments. We're going through three at a time each I know, show. That's what I'm trying to point out. This is really old in that 200... Groupings. Right, but we still need to remind the folks. I know, but I'm reminding them this is old. He did this very early on, a lot of this. Obviously not all of it, but you can see some of it's about 2017. Then April 2018, that's still pretty old. You know, news cycle. Wise. But uh, they don't report it at all. So no, they don't. There is no news cycle, so there you go. That's why you're getting it now, this way. I don't have a clock. I do. Okay. I just have to log in. So say something. Okay, because... I um, feel like talking... What the heck... Are the, uh, the stupid computer crashed? <laughs> no, it did not. Well... If it crashed, you wouldn't be talking right now. Well, whatever happened, happened. I don't know what happened. Good. It just gave me a message. Don't talk about what happened. <laughs> it just gave me a don't message. Don't talk about what happened. <laughs> so we have a clock? We're going to in a second as soon as it synchronizes with the... Nuclear clock. Okay. Well, then I'm going to play. I'm going to push the button. Go ahead. Okay. Manuel went down to Georgia. He was looking for a job to steal. He was in a bind. He was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. When he came across a white boy sweeping a Walmart parking lot, Manuel jumped out of his lowrider and said, Boy, let me tell you what. In case you didn't know it, I'm not an American like you. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. 
Now you sweep pretty good parking lot, but give Manuel his due. Your lot I'll clean for Carter Green, cause I can work harder than you. The boy said my name's Bubba, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet you're gonna regret, cause I can outwork a Mexican. Bubba, you're true red, white, and blue, now sweep that parking lot hard. Cause wet backs are in Georgia, and they're looking for green cars. And if you win, we'll deport his ass back to Mexico. But if you lose, we all speak Espanol. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Yeah, we're, we're, we're limping along here with the computers, so bear with us. Thank you, the Mike Church Band, for Manuel went down to Georgia. And, and thank you, Linux, for having the desktop crash, but still working. If this was Windows, we'd be gone. You all should think about Linux. It's starting to get to the point where just about anybody can run Linux. Susan uses it. And, uh, man, if I have a dime for every time I told her to go do online tutorials and learn about computers, I'd be rich. Anyway, with that said, of course, that means it's time for the Illegal Alien Invasion Report. It's a weird way to read. Okay. <laughs> uh, Susan's got to look at the clock on, on my screen because her screen no longer has a clock. This is from Breitbart. While much of the President Trump's attention has been focused on illegal immigration and the soaring level of border crosses at the United States-Mexico border, reforms to the country's legal immigration system remain one of the key tenets of his America First agenda. These are five legal immigration reforms that Trump can readily follow through on in 2019 to fulfill his campaign promises ahead of 2018. Again, within a couple of days, this will be available on our blog, which is uncooperativeblogger.com. If you're not, if you haven't subscribed there, please go and subscribe there. Uh, this way, you'll know when our shows are on. You know when they aren't on. They'll know when we need to get messages to you, uh, and you get access to all the show notes, which have all the links to all the articles that we do. This I want you to get. I want you to send a email, letter, fax. And by the way, handwritten letters are open first if you didn't know that. It's a trick, but but it's true. They look at the, the aides will open them first. So that being the case, you might want to write a letter. But you can send faxes, you can email, you can call. But do have this in front of you if you're calling. It's it's This would be a rather long call. I, I think it would be better in an email. But this is what you need to tell. Get to Donald Trump that you support this and want it done. And get it to all your elected cockroaches that you support this and want it done. We need to let them know that the majority of America is behind this agenda. And we want it and you're in the way. Don't make us fire you. Actually, I want them in jail. Number one, reduce legal immigration levels to raise U.S. wages. Yes, I I would put it at zero, as I always say. I want zero immigration until everything's fixed and settles down so that we we can deal with all these illegal aliens we need to deport, how many visas, uh, how many, uh, you want, you know, a, something one visa, I forget now. 
<laughs> Dumbass. Uh, <coughs> HB1. HB1 visas, yeah. How many of them are floating around, and are they really necessary? Uh, again, we've been pushing our people out of jobs, out of jobs, into new jobs, and then out of that job, into new jobs, and then out of that job, all while training their replacement from overseas. That violates the whole law of H1B visas, which is you can't find anybody here to do the work. By firing them and making them... Train their replacements that are foreigners violates the H one HB one visas. You're not allowed to do that. The whole point is you can't find them. You already had the employees. This this went totally out of control of the Obama administration, completely. If you have to train them, and the American worker is training them. Why are you getting, laying off the American worker and making them train a foreign worker that obviously doesn't know how to do the job? Guess what? We're pulling your visas, and I don't care if your company goes out of business. I think Hillary could tell us a little bit about this, don't you? Give it a shot. All right. But we have to send a clear message. Just because your child gets across the border, that doesn't mean the child gets to stay. So we don't want to send a message that is contrary to... Uh, our laws, or will encourage more children to make that dangerous journey. So I will fight for comprehensive immigration reform and a path to citizenship. I will fight to stop partisan attacks on the executive actions that would put dreamers, including those with us today, at risk of deportation. And if Congress continues to refuse to act as president, I would do everything possible under the law to go even further. We've got to do several things, and I am, you know, adamantly against illegal immigrants. People have to stop employing illegal immigrants. Come up to Westchester, go to Suffolk and Nassau County, stand in the street corners in Brooklyn or the Bronx. You're going to see loads of people waiting to get picked up to go do yard work and construction work and domestic work. You know, this is not a problem that the people who are coming into the country are solely responsible for. They wouldn't be coming if we didn't put them to work. My proposal will keep families together and it will include a path to citizenship. Well, thank you, Hitlery Rotten Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi, for that little flip-flop. A bit tough talk on illegal aliens until suddenly not. The whole, all of them are like this. The whole bunch of them. They all were against it before they were for it. Now they're all for it. Why? Because they think that's the only way they're going to regain power. And they're probably right. Without, without the black and Hispanic vote, the Democrat party would be gone. There'd be no one voting for them. Except a bunch of guilty white liberals here and there, you know, city folk. Uh, not enough to make a difference. And we get rid of them once and for all. Wouldn't that be wonderful? The latest data from the U.S. Census Bureau marks a nearly 108-year record high of immigration to the country. In 2017, the foreign-born population boomed to 13.7%. Foreign-born is... It, it, <laughs> Encompassing 44.5 million immigrants. There's only 12 12 million illegal aliens in the country. It's been that way for about two decades now. They keep repeating the same numbers. Uh, What about this? That's 44.5 
million immigrants. Why? That 44.5 million includes roughly 22 million naturalized citizens, 11 million other residents, including more than 1.5 million foreign temporary visa workers, plus at least 11 million illegal aliens. See, there's still are that. It's always between 10 and 12. It's impossible. It increases every year. How come it doesn't move? It just stays there. And I've been saying for a very long time, more, you got to triple that number, and now it's probably much more than triple that number. So we're looking at 36 to 50 million illegal aliens in this country. And yes, we can deport every darn, every one of them. Not tomorrow, but once we seal the border, build that border wall, make sure nobody illegal can come back in again, uh, or at least make it very, 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 very difficult, then we can, as we deport them, the numbers will decrease, and we just keep report, deporting them until they're all gone. And I say we move them into internment camps. Internment, not concentration, internment camps. The ones that the Japanese, the Germans, the Italians, Brazilians, etc., were moved into during World War II, so that they were away from the coasts. Well, they voluntarily moved into them. They had to either get their own place or live in these camps because they had to stay away from the coasts because they were there was a lot of espionage going on on both coasts, but a, a lot on California coast, which was the Japanese. But they weren't the only ones at internment camps. And just to make you, before you scream at me like you know something special, how horrible that is, then how come, why did they sue to stay in the internment camps at the end of the war? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They sued to stay in. Why and why? Because the average life expectancy inside the camp was higher than outside. They got free education, free health care, free food, free water, free everything. Everything was free. They paid for nothing. It was a commie dream come true. It can only work on that level with every with us paying for it. Um, so they weren't concentration camps. Obama's people changed the signs from turbine camps to concentration camps. They were not concentration camps. The doors were open. They weren't locked in. You want you had to go to school? Go to school. You got you found a job outside the camp? Go to job. Yes, people had jobs and people went to college, schools, trek schools outside while they lived in the camps. You have been you've been miseducated again. Someone who is an Asian wrote a book on it because she went into detail and did the work and investigated this in history. It's called In Defense of Interment by Michelle Malkin. In Defense of Internment by Michelle Malkin. I highly recommend this book. I read it and was amazed at the history I discovered in this book. This is this is hard found history, folks. This will make you really, really go wow. Made me go wow. So I know it's going to make you go wow. Okay. I'm not getting paid anything. It's not a paid commercial. I don't get paid to do commercials yet, anyway. Uh, all the commercials you hear here that are parodies, we don't get paid to air. We only get paid if you call the number in the ad. 
So please, if you're at all interested in the product or service, please call the number in the advertisement. Write that number down. Because if you get to it on your own, any other way, we will not get paid. The ad agency won't get paid, and that's not good for the future of Internet Talk Radio. So, again, we vet these. They're safe. You don't have to worry about that. There's no obligation to buy. If I get you to call, I get paid. Bing, bang, boom. I'm not trying to game the system. I'm only telling you that because you're not. I don't want you to feel pressured to buy anything. I'm pressuring you to give them a chance to sell it to you. It's not my job to sell the product. It's theirs. So again, if you're at all interested, write down the phone number in the ads. Thank you. And again, please join our blog at uncooperativeblogger.com. It's right in the right-hand column at the top. Just We only put things up when we're having shows or we have to tell you something more. I find a really good article that maybe on a, on a day we're off like Saturday on the weekend, and I'll put that up on the blog. But mostly, especially lately with everything going on in my life, I haven't been doing much posting anything anywhere, really. I should, but I, I just not. Okay, Washington, D.C. imposed policy of mass immigration. Imposed policy of mass immigration is a boon to corporate executives. Wall Street, big business, and multinational conglomerates. As every 1% increase in the immigrant composition of each occupation's labor force reduces those Americans' hourly wages by 0.4%. Every 1% increase in the immigrant workforce reduces Americans' overall wages by 0.8%. That excludes legal immigration. Much of the inflow comes from the process known as chain migration. That's the stupidest thing that was ever done. Whereby newly arrived naturalized citizens can bring an unlimited number of foreign relatives to the U.S., So Trump could drive up wages rather quickly for American workers by ending the category, ending the diversity visa lottery program, which imports about 55,000 random foreign nationals every year. And, by the way, and we already know, and we have reported on, that the terrorists actually buy these lottery visas off the winners. They'll give them $10,000 American for it. That's a lot of money where they are where the average yearly salary is like $1,000. So what we're getting is random people we didn't want anyway. They were bedded up. But now we're getting terrorists instead. Good job. As Breitbart News has extensively reported since 2005... 9.3 million foreign nationals have been able to resettle in the U.S. through chain migration. The huge inflow outpaces two years of American births, which amounts to roughly 4 million babies every year. The number of extended family foreign nationals who have resettled in the U.S. in the last decade is greater than the total combined population of Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, San Francisco, and Cleveland. Do you want that many foreigners to come into your country? Are you crazy? That's too much. You can't assimilate that. And we haven't. And that's the problem. 
the number of extended family foreign nationals who have resettled. I did that. Uh, crack number two, crackdown on American job outsourcing via H-1B, like I already said. So USCIS has been considered a plan, considering a plan, since April to massively reform the country's largest American job outsourcing scheme, the H-1B visa program. Every year, more than 100,000 foreign workers considered quote-unquote highly skilled are brought to the U.S. on an H-1B visa and are allowed to stay for up to six years. There are about 650,000 H-1B visa foreign workers in the U.S. at any given moment, and that's 650,000 American jobs. That's a lot, and they're good-paying jobs. Yeah. Well, they were till they got in there. They cut their salary in half. I want them to stop the exchange students, too. All the foreign students come in here. Oh, yeah, they're not going to stop that. They come in here, and the colleges benefit from it, and then they go back to their country and either okay. become terrorists. What you need to ban is, far, is our national government involvement in the education system. If they want to have these programs and want to pay for it, that's fine. But we, the taxpayers, aren't going to pay for that kid to go to college using using student loans and grants. No, no, no. Now you either pay you either pay your full your full boat or nothing. You're out. You have to pay the whole enchilada. Just so most of those immigrants know what I'm saying. R R. Eba Eba out hang it, hang it. All right, every uh, where were we? You're only on number two. There are about 650,000 H-1B visa foreign workers in the U.S. at every given moment. This program gives hundreds of thousands of good white-collar jobs to foreigners instead of young American scientists, software developers, engineers, chemists, graphic designers, investment analysts, and accountants. Americans are often laid off in the process and forced to train their foreign replacements, as highlighted by Breitbart News and this program. More than 85,000 Americans annually potentially lose their jobs to foreign labor through the H-1B visa program. Worse, the H-1B system allows U.S. companies to hire inexperienced foreigners who will work in exchange for getting green cards from the government instead of allowing U.S. graduates to develop their skills in the job market. The U.S. CIS regulatory change that has yet to be implemented, would narrow the definition of specialty occupations. Giving big business and outsourcing firms from importing cheaper foreign workers for high-paying, white-collar jobs that American citizens could do. Additionally, the change would increase the annual wage requirement for the foreign imports, driving up wages for Americans in the process. The plan would only approve H-1B visas for foreign workers who have perfected a foreign style in fashion design, marketing managers with expert knowledge of foreign markets, and doctors and software designers who are considered extraordinary. Implementing the change would be a promise kept to the laid-off, replaced, and forgotten American workers who rallied with Trump against all odds in the 2016 presidential election. And with that, we're going to go to a soft break while you hear some of those commercials that I told you we don't get paid to air, only get paid if you call the number in the ad. So please remember to jot down the number in the ad. See you on Co-op Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs>
are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. If you're suffering from hearing loss, stay tuned for a special offer from the makers of Listen Clear, a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try Listen Clear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything, everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45-day risk-free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. That's 800-716-4665. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. Call 800-515-6302. That's 800-515-6302. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. 10 an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456, that's 800-377-1456. Nothing. I, I don't remember what I did at the top of the hour. 
Anyway, on to Trump's accomplishments. No. Part did what he thousands. No, this, oh, this is, is the different the, one. This, this is, is the immigration. Yes. Okay. Five is, things he needs he to do. He needs to do. He, we're on three. Convert the J-1 visa to an economic engine for inner-city youth. In August 2015, then-candidate Trump released his immigration policy papers, which, among other things, demanded an end to the J-1 visa in favor of an economic opportunity program for inner-city youth. You know, the youths. The J-1 visa jobs program for foreign youth will be terminated and replaced with a resume bank for inner-city youth provided to all corporate subscribers to the J-1 visa program. The Trump immigration policy paper stated under a section header called for a quote-unquote jobs program for inner-city youth. In other words, ghettos. The J-1 visa brings up to 300,000 foreign youths to the U.S. every year. Breitbart News has noted, to take American jobs at summer resorts, national parks, and tourist destinations. Thus far, the J-1 visa has remained in place, unreformed. Though, the new year brings a new opportunity for the Trump administration to tackle the small but essential reform. Again, all you have to do is the titles of the of these reforms. That's all you really have to do. If you call up, all you have to have in front of you is the, the titles. So one, two, three, four, five, you know, and just read read them off that you want this implemented. And if you want to go further, go further, go as far as you like, frankly. Uh, but don't don't write too. But after one page, they stop reading. So don't waste your time. All right, where was I now? Thus far, J-1 visas has remained in place and uh, needs to be changed. Number four, enforce modern public charge rule. Trump's United States Citizen and Immigration Services, USCIS, seems to be planning to implement a modern public charge rule that would protect American taxpayers' dollars from funding the mass importation of welfare-dependent foreign nationals. The USCIS rule provides that legal immigrants would be less likely to secure permanent residency in the U.S. if they have used any forms of welfare in the past, including using Obamacare, food stamps, and public housing, which is which is most of them. The <clears throat> immigration controls would be a boon for American taxpayers in the form of an annual 557. $0.4 billion tax cut, the amount taxpayers spend every year on paying for the welfare, crime, and schooling costs of the country's mass importation of 1.5 million new, mostly low-skilled, legal immigrants. You know, Chris Wallace, that piece of crap. Oh, come on. He's, they, they all say he's a journalist. Yeah, well, he went after Sarah Sanders for what they were saying about this this. Subject about how much money that you know, how many of them come in here that are. Oh, I heard that, but she did misstate. She did miss. He, he caught her, but he didn't catch her in what he thought he caught her in, and he overpressed it. But she misstated it. She didn't say. Well, that includes. She had to add that after he attacked her. So, 
It's his job if someone, no matter which side it's on, and that's what I want to see, Chris. Yeah, but he doesn't do it to the other I know, side. I know, I don't know why everyone says he's a real general. He does that to both. No, he doesn't. He's, no. He's a softball to Democrats, and he's, he's really a scumbag to the Republicans, and especially the Trump administration. I'm allowed to say that word, aren't I? Yes. I thought so. Anyway, to bring this back to around, Brian and I are calling for no immigration at all for 10 years. Enough. Until we get it all fixed up. That's right. This will give us time to try and assimilate the legal immigrants that are here that are going to be able to stay here. Not the temporary ones. They go bye-bye. The, one, you know, the ones that are going for citizenship. Uh, we have to be able to assimilate them. And until we do, we can't have any more immigration. None. Zero. Zero. Zilch. So that we have to deport a whole host of illegal aliens. Then we can start considering reopening legal immigration. Because I'm not against immigrants. I'm against flooding of immigrants, which destroys any country, even this one. And if you haven't seen the negative changes, man, you're not paying attention. Look, when they started doing just press one for English, I was done. Yeah, over in the Southwest, and you have to order your you have to order your McDonald's and Burger King and such in Spanish because everyone that works there only speaks Spanish. Wow, don't we know that if you just only speak Spanish, chances are there's illegal aliens working there. Why don't we raid McDonald's? What? They're begging for people out here because there are no legal aliens here. They're, they're, oh, good job. They have big sign flashing. Great working conditions, great benefits, good future, $10 an hour. $10 an hour, I'll work at McDonald's. Holy smokes, that's ridiculous. But they're jonesing for people. So that's the way it works. If you need more workers, you got to raise the cost. Schumer was right the first time he said it, not when he flip-flopped. See, they're jo- they- he needed more people. Now they're paying ten dollars an hour. That isn't the minimum wage here. It's eight dollars an hour here. They're paying ten for McDonald's. Need I say more? I'm not healthy enough to work at McDonald's, or I'd work at McDonald's. I have nothing against working at McDonald's. Money's money. All right. Uh, a bright, bright news reported the majority of the more than. 1.5 million immigrants entering the country every year use about 57% more food stamps than the average native-born American household. Overall, immigrant households consume 33% more cash welfare than American citizen households and 44% more in Medicaid dollars. Those are real numbers, folks. This is what they're not telling you. You still like all these immigrants, whether they're illegal or not? The way we're bringing them in is idiotic. We're bringing in people that can't provide for themselves. We never did that. Ever. You had to prove you had a job. There was an exception for the potato famine. But they didn't get welfare. There was no welfare back then. A lot of them froze to death or died of hunger in the ghettos of New York City. They were the ones willing to risk their lives for a chance in America. And they busted their backsides and got out of the ghetto and made something of themselves. 
And assimilated. And assimilated, that's right. This trading of public services by a booming 44.5 million foreign-born population translates to the average immigrant household costing American taxpayers $6,234 in federal welfare alone. For federal welfare alone. They cost in excess of $22,000 a year when you fill in everything else. Such a rule would even likely shift migration to the U.S. away from the poorest regions of the world like Mexico and Central America towards more middle-class areas like Europe and Japan. Yes, that would be good. I'd even consider Russia, but no Russian Muslims. I don't consider Muslims. I don't care. They're not a religion as required or recognized by the people who wrote the Constitution. They only recognize Judeo-Christians. That's it. Islam was their enemy. Wouldn't allow, would never, never knowingly allow a Muslim into the United States of America. Never. They understood the religion. That's why Thomas Jefferson had a copy of the Quran. He studied it. He knew the enemy. That's how we beat the enemy. Such a rule would he, like, even likely shift immigration. Oh, yeah, I did that. Okay, good. Number five, executive order ending birthright citizenship. Yes, because the 14th Amendment does not and never was intended to convey birthright citizenship on people that are here that not under the jurisdiction of our government. In other words, that are not citizens. Citizens. It was designed, it was actually written for black people. It was about black babies being citizens. It had nothing to do with illegal aliens coming over here and having babies. That's not in there. It clearly states, under the jurisdiction thereof, learn the language, ladies and gentlemen. If not, go back and study the history of the 14th Amendment. It's nothing to do with granting citizenship to people that are under the jurisdiction of a foreign government. And that would be any immigrant. Any immigrant that isn't under our jurisdiction. Now you can argue if you give them a green card, they're under our jurisdiction. I, I say no. They argued that only citizens or under their jurisdiction. So, no immigrant has child here is a citizen. They have to naturalize. But it's been abused by the Democrats because, again, they want these poor, uneducated people in our country because they all believe in populist socialism. They all believe in getting something from nothing. They want the government to give them a handout. They, they'll vote for Democrats till the end of time. That's what they, That's what they believe, and that's why they're doing it. It started with Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson. He said, we're going to have to flood this country with a bunch of poor immigrants that do not understand the notion of rugged American individualism, or we will never get, we'll never get power, as he was being kicked out the door. In October, Trump announced that he was readying a plan to end the country's birthright citizenship policy, whereby... U.S.-born children of illegal aliens are rewarded with American citizenship despite their parents having arrived unlawfully. Obviously not under the jurisdiction thereof, about as far away as you can get. They're here illegally. Now how ridiculous. We are the only country in the world where a person comes in, has a baby, and the baby is essentially a citizen of the United States for 85 years with all of these benefits. It's ridiculous, it's ridiculous, and it has to end, Trump said at the time of ending birthright citizenship. 
The children of illegal aliens are commonly known as anchor babies. As they anchor their illegal alien and non-citizen parents to the U.S., there are at least 4.5 million anchor babies in the country, a population that exceeds the total number of annual American births. Roughly 300,000 anchor babies are born every year. The Supreme Court, however, has never explicitly ruled that the children of illegal aliens must be granted automatic citizenship, and many legal scholars dispute the idea. Screw legal scholars. I met historic scholars. History scholars. Me. Uh, never intended. I did the research. I actually sit, sat through a whole year of the House of Representatives back in the day when they were submitting the 14th Amendment. It sucked because they kept tabling it. And I had to read all the stuff in between. It took six months for me to get to the end of where they finally decided on what the 14th Amendment meant and ratified it. And it did not mean anyone here from a foreign country has a baby is granted citizenship. No, it did not. It was specifically for black Americans, ex-slaves, freed, freedmen, as they called it at the time. And you know what? You have been trying to find the soundbite from the gentle, the two gentlemen who wrote this. I used to have it. I lost yeah. it. I used to have it. Someone actually put a thing together. That where they were reading the two of them, one in the House, one in the Senate. Stevens was in the Senate, and I forget it was in the House right now. Um, but yeah, they did a, uh, an actual like, you know, parody thing of it, like like was done with uh, the 1801 election piece that we paid. That was so horrible. That is not that that is not a parody. <laughs> Other than the fact they put it together in words form and a video, but I mean that that's exactly what they said. I mean. That was. But Jefferson, what they didn't point out is Jefferson didn't do any of it. He didn't approve of it at all. It, that was, the one attacking Adams was actually his old colleague from the Federalist Party and the administration, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton wrote that crap about John Adams, not Jefferson. And that election broke up. What was before the election, actually. Jefferson quit as as vice president because he'd had it. So they that was the end of their friendship for a long time. It wasn't until years later that they made up. Like, decades later. But, interesting enough, someone, uh, some soothsayer said that they would both die on the same, on the same day. And, they, and that they would make up. And they did make up and became friends again. And they were pen pals again. And they both died on the same day. Jefferson died first, Adam second. The same day. Makes you wonder, and some of that soothsaying prophecy stuff might be more to it than we give it credit for. When something eerily like that happens, and we were talking way in the future here. Decades in the future already predicted that they would die on the same day. And actually, it, it was the day, too. Now I forgot it. July... Second or fourth, uh, it had to do with the Declaration of Independence. I, I don't remember which because Jefferson and Adams always thought that we'd be celebrating the second for the when they presented the Declaration of Independence rather than when it was supposedly signed, which it wasn't. It wasn't signed till August eighth, but anyway, it was approved by Congress on July fourth, and so uh, I don't know if they died on the second or the fourth. I'd have to look that up. I mean, there's only so much I can remember. All right, where are we? Uh, 
don't care. You, do you want to hear about all the countries that don't? Yes. The U.S. is nearly alone in granting birthright citizens to children of foreign nationals. It's because it's illegal, unconstitutional, and shouldn't be done. For example, the U.S. and Canada are two of the only developed nations with birthright citizenship. On the other hand, countries such as France, the United Kingdom, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, Italy, and Germany all have either outlawed birthright citizenship or never had such a policy to begin with. Trump has yet to sign the executive order. It'd be better for Congress to do it. They're not going to. It'd be better for Congress if they did it. But they're not going to. I know, but I'm just saying. The Democrats vacationed in Puerto Rico this weekend. I don't care where they vacation. If they're on vacation, it's their money. No, actually. No, no, no. You said vacation. If it's a vacation, they're, they're still getting paid. No, no. Yeah, Trump tweeted out, Pelosi's still getting her damn salary. Oh, her salary, sure. They get their salary no matter what, but they don't get their flight paid for, their housing paid for, their food paid for. That's supposed to be, that's your vacation? That's on you. I don't care if it's a working vacation, it's a vacation. Yeah, but that's what they called it, so they got paid for it. That's a way to get around the law, but the law clearly states you can't do that. But they did. Right, and because we've never enforced it, it's time for the Department of Justice to start enforcing this stuff. Uh, well, you don't have to throw them in jail, just make them pay the money back to the people. Refund for all their little junkets that they've done. It's, this has been around a long time. That's why that word's very old, you probably never heard it before. They're called junkets, where people like this, they they tap on the employer for their vacation, like, like Obamanus did when he was campaigning. But he was the campaign. He had to go give a. He had to go for for a real reason to that area, supposedly. But after that, he campaigned, so his flight was paid because there was a legitimate reason for him to be there. No, you don't get to do that. That needs to be clarified in the law because no, that's a junket, and that was never allowed by we the people. Never. It's junket. Look it up. Maybe Webster's Dictionary, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary would have it because, uh, I don't know, they changed the meaning of everything in the dictionary. Good luck. Uh, your best bet might be the uh, uh, Oxford Dictionary if they have an online version. I doubt it. They they get a lot of money for people for that dictionary. It's gigantic. It's ginormous. It's multiple volumes. And it's the smallest writing known to man. It comes, it comes with a little cardboard drawer, the cardboard box that they're in. And you pull it out, there's a magnifying glass in there. Wonder why? Because that's the only way you're going to read it. That's why. Even if you have good eyes. It's that, it's, it's that in depth. Because they, don't, they add the newer meanings, but they don't take the old meanings away like the progs do. They're rewriting English language. Completely rewriting English language. With no historical reference to what the words meant back in the day. And the reason is because they want to subvert the Constitution. And to do that, they use words. They manipulate words. They're called textualists. To There's no reason. Every part of that Constitution is explained either in the, Art, in the Articles of Confederation, which were carried over, or the Philadelphia Convention of 1787. All is covered. You, can, you don't have to guess at what it means. You don't have to be someone who interprets the words. You don't interpret the words. You go to the original intent of the legislatures, which are the founders. That's where you go. And that's Madison's notes, and that's the debates on the Articles of Confederation. 
Most people don't understand we were the United States of America before the Constitution existed. Yes, we were. And President Washington was not the first president of the United States of America. In fact, there were a number of presidents before him. And there's an argument over the very first one. But there's no argument that it was him because the first president of the United States served in the Articles of Confederation, not under the Constitution. It's still the United States of America. So it's a, it's a little tricky trivia question for you. If you ever get it, it isn't Washington. At least I ruled out one name for you. You're on your own for the rest. You can look it up. We actually had to, uh, Deb and I, when we did the Women of the Revolution show, which hopefully we'll be doing again. Um, <laughs> Mumbling isn't good. Closer to the we, um We had to actually look it up uh, when, because we did the fa- – the, um, Whenever we talked about the uh, Continental Congress, especially when it had to do with George Washington, because he was out warring, he was our our general, our commander-in-chief at the time. So we had to say, every time we talked about the Continental Congress, because there was more than one, they actually, they only lasted a year, and then they would switch over. And that's why he had so much problems, because the original people in the Continental Congress were at the beginning of the war. And then as people kept coming in and the war changed, their attitudes changed towards the war, towards him and what they would give him. Mm-hmm. But all the time we had to list who was the, um, the president of the United States during that time. Because it changed every year. Under the Continental Congress, there was no president of the United States. It was the colony. I say again, only under the Articles of Confederation that there was no... That's after the war. There was no Continental Congress anymore. The Articles of Confederation replaced them. So, you got that wrong. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. There was no president to be talked about of the United States of America. It didn't exist when the Continental Congress existed. We were colonies. That's it. And until the Articles of Confederation, we were not the United States. After that time, we were the United States of America. Before that, we were colonies. We were revolting. We were rebels. We were were doing a civil war, actually. We call it a war of independence, which it was. But it's also a civil war because we were British subjects. And we were fighting British subjects. So that makes it a civil war. But I'm out of time. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.